Morning, church. Beautiful weather outside. It's a beautiful day to be in the house of the Lord. And we certainly want to thank him. Thank you, Lord. Audio, video, five, four, three, two, one. We're live. This morning, uh, we want to start off in Psalms 39, verse 6. Psalms 39, verse 6. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we want to thank you, Lord, for the beautiful day. And, Father, we want to thank you for the spirit of freedom, Father, that's in the house this morning, Father, the spirit of hope, the spirit of guidance, and the spirit of love, Father. Father, we ask in Jesus' name, Lord, that you will continue to lift up our souls to you, Father, that you will continue to strengthen us and guide us. In Jesus' name, let the church say amen, please. Amen. Amen. How many of y'all ready for the word? Amen. Amen title of our message today is a new pair of shoes. Once again, the, the name of our message today, the title is a new pair of shoes. Praise the Lord, everybody. First thing I want to talk to you about is we're in a new year, 2019. When you count the number 2019, it comes up to 12. Let me show you how to get that. 2 plus 0 plus 1 plus 9 equals 12, correct? Twelve is the divine purpose of God in man. Amen? What is twelve? Say it. The divine purpose of God in man. Not man's divine purpose, but God's divine purpose. See, this is the year of God's divine purpose in man. That's why we call it a new pair of shoes. Now, as you break it on down, we can see that the one plus two, as Brenda talked, Wednesday night equals three, which means it's a time of resurrection. So how many of y'all know that this year, as we speak, the Lord is bringing us into a higher level of him? And to go higher in the Lord, we have to go deeper in the Lord. Amen? Amen. Amen. Now, One thing that I do want us to understand and understand and know that the Bible tells us that Enoch, which means dedicated. How many of y'all know that we can't do nothing unless we're dedicated to God, right? If we're not dedicated to God, then God is not obligated to us. Am I right about that? See, now the problem with church folk and people in the world is that they think God owed them something. But God don't owe you nothing, you know. God has given us everything that it takes. He said, I have given you the power to attain wealth. And wealth comes in many forms. Wealth comes in the form of physicality, finance, and everything. There are three things that we need. There are three things that we need. That's on the outside. Three things. We need eternal salvation. We need financial freedom. And we need Good health. Amen? Amen. Those are the three things that we need. And this is Bible in the Bible because First John tells us, First or Second John tells us that I wish above all things, not some things, but I wish above prosper financial freedom. 
He wants us to prosper. That you know, even as your soul prospers, your soul prospers is talking about your eternal salvation and growing in the grace of God. And then he says, and be in health, which is good health. Those three things. If there's anything that we need to have our mind closed in on with God and with life, it should be those three things. To become and to attain eternal salvation, which is a process, people. And not only to attain eternal salvation, but to attain financial freedom. Amen? And to attain financial freedom, sacrifices have to be made. In order to attain financial freedom, you got to be broke even when you got money. You got to learn how to be broke. You got to learn how to, okay, I don't have it here, but you can bet. If I need it, I can get it. Because I got sense enough to put a boundary on myself. You understand what I'm saying? I say I got sense enough to put a boundary on myself. See, 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 if God don't put a boundary on things, if God didn't put a boundary on the wind, then tornadoes and hurricanes would destroy everything. See, anything that doesn't have a boundary on it causes destruction. If a boundary ain't on the sea, when the sea comes beyond this boundary, destruction. When a man goes beyond his boundary, destruction. So you got to learn how to put a boundary you got to learn, like Paul say, I know how to be content and I know how to be full when I'm hungry and hungry when I'm full. Because a lot of times when we're hungry, we'll go at things. But when we're full, we'll slack off. In other words, when things ain't going right, we'll go at God. But as soon as things get to going all right, then we slack off from God. No, and, and, and guess what? You wind up back at the same spot that you were. A year ago, two years ago, three years ago, four years ago. See, don't nothing change. Bridge is out. That bridge ain't going to get fixed. You can't fix stupid, can you, minister? Stupid can't be fixed. Oh, come on, y'all. Enoch dedicated his life to God. Enoch. Walked with God in that new pair of shoes, and Enoch was found no more. Why? Not so much because he went up, but because the deeper you go in God, the less you get yourself involved with man and the things of man. I see so many Christians posting political views and all of this old crazy, ignorant, stupid stuff on Facebook. Stuff that we'll not even be involved in. They call them evangelical Christians. I call them ignorant. Stupid. God ain't in it nowhere. It's all a social thing for power. Ain't got nothing to do with God. Set religion ain't got nothing to do with God. It's all about them. The power they can hold from it. Dedicated, he walked with God, and he wasn't found no more. Because the deeper we go with God, the more we walk with God, then the less we're seen of man, and we less the world is seen in us, and we are seen in the world. Can I get an amen? amen? Now, in this wilderness, Brenda pointed out a point Wednesday night about the wilderness is a training ground. And then God said, okay, let's take it further. This ministry, this life, this wilderness that we're living in right now, called the earthly life of this existence, understand this. This ministry that we have called life down here on earth, we're in a wilderness, right? In this wilderness, guess what? We're being what? Trained. Somebody say, I'm being trained. Why? Because when we leave here, we've got a greater ministry to go through and go to. 
You just ain't going to walk around heaven all day. You just as stupid as a mule. There's work to be done in the universe. We are eternal beings. Gods that are under God. Oh, y'all didn't hear that. I said we're gods under God. He created us that way. And we're being trained now, or supposed to be trained now, so that we can do what? We can enter in into the greater ministry. See, we got an earthly ministry now, but we got a universal ministry coming. See, you got to understand this, church. Now, I don't know about y'all, but performing and, 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 and telling you sweet things and all that, see, that don't move me. The only thing that moves me is the truth. And the truth of the matter is, is that we need to put on this new pair of shoes this year. That's the truth of the matter. Amen? Amen. Amen. Am I walking with you right? All right, all right, all right. We move on then. Now watch this. Watch this. God says it's divine time for man. It's his time. All things are made beautiful in God's eternal time. In his own time. Let's go to Psalms 39 verse 6. The Bible says that surely, not maybe, but somebody says surely. Every man, not some men, but every man walketh in what? A vain show. See, too many people want to be seen. It's old shine spirit. And I thank God for House of Destiny because we come here to get the word. But when you see somebody always want to. Shine and act crazy and all of this. I seen this. I knew it was a Baptist because she had on that white uniform. They was, you know, how they do. As if that's going to make them pure. I'm sorry. Lucy, loose, Lucy. Now, she raising sand because the people who were giving their tithes and offerings, crumpled up the dollar bill. Oh, she just showed herself. I mean, she just showed herself real ignorant. That's what religion will do. Religion will make yourself look like a fool, and you will think you, you think you're doing God a favor when you're really doing him a discount. The Bible tells us that surely... Every man walketh, walketh in a vain show. Surely they are disquieted in vain. He heapeth up what? Riches and knoweth not who shall gather them. Didn't we talk about that before? Not long ago. How we, all our life, we try to heap up riches, but we, Forget about eternal salvation. Remember them three things. Eternal salvation, financial freedom, and good health. Well, to have one without the other is like having a bullet without the gun. And then somebody is willing to shoot it. You got you to have all that. See, because you got a bullet and a gun, if you ain't willing to pull the trigger, you need to leave it alone. See, you got to have somebody behind it that's willing to do it. God needs some people who are willing to walk this thing and do this thing and continue to walk it and do it. Not today, not tomorrow, not when things get good, but all the way. Because we got a habit when things get good, then we don't need God no more. That's what we put in our stupid mind. And the next thing you know, here we go, off to the races, and guess what? Get that head split every time. So the Bible says, now, it's a, it, 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 we're running after these riches, but we don't even know who else we're going to leave this stuff to. So while we're running at money, don't forget about running to God. And while you're running at money, don't forget about 
keeping yourself in good health, because some people work themselves to death. <laughs> so we want to keep everything in a balance. Look at Psalms 37, verse 23. A new pair of shoes. Psalms, verses 37, verses 23. Look what it says. The steps of a, what kind of man? Somebody say a good man. Is not mandated, not commanded, but is ordered by the Lord. That means it's directed. And he delighteth in his ways. <laughs> a new pair of shoes. It didn't say the steps of a man are ordered by the Lord. It said the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. Specifically states the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. Not just a man. Well, God love everybody. God kill you. Keep on. Keep on messing with God. It's only by the blood which replaced the rainbow. In the old days, he looked at the rainbow and keep from killing us. Now he looks at the blood. He got the old covenant still hanging there just as a reminder, but he looking at the blood now because he still want to kill us. But the blood won't let him. But he said, I'm going I'm, I'm, I'm to go long suffering with it. I'm going to handle this in the end time. I'm going to deal with you. My time ain't your time. But I'm going to deal with you. I'm going to deal with you. You got to meet me. And I'm going to deal with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't like that kind of preaching, do you? See, see Joel don't preach that. See, see Joel ain't going to tell you that. Because Joel wants you, you know, he wants you to pay that pocketbook. He wants everything to be all right. Joel ain't going to tell you the truth that you got to meet your maker. He going to sit there and he going to say, oh, you know, and bat his eyes and tell you what you want to hear. He ain't going to tell you that lust and lasciviousness and, and, and adultery and homosexuality and all. He ain't going to tell you that wrong. But the book said it ain't right. That's what the book said. And a whole lot of other things. Greed, eating too much. See, we're all falling under some kind of something that we ain't got no business doing. That's why we can't point fingers. But we still got to tell the truth when we're up here. Especially. He said the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delights, the Lord does, in his ways. The steps of a good man. Well, let's take a look at this. Exodus 3, verse 5. Exodus 3, 5. Moses, the deliverer and the rescuer. Over there. And he said, draw nigh, draw not nigh hither and put off, it means to take off thy shoes off thy feet. For the place whereon Thou standing is holy ground. Well, first thing that he told Moses, look here. If you're going to approach me, you're going to have to take off your shoes. Because you stand on holy place and ground. You're you, you in a different realm now. You're you in a place where you can't walk in your shoes and get this done. You're going to have to walk in the ones I give you. Because the ones I give you are ordered by, somebody say me. That's right. The ones I give you are ordered by the Lord. Me, saith the Lord. But the ones you win will lead you into destruction. Now, how many believe that? How many believe that the shoes you wear, your own mindset will run you into destruction? When you think you know, 
And God trying to tell you through his prophet. See, and you don't hear. And then here it come. Here it come. The avalanche hits you square in the head. Uh-huh. Because you're looking at the man instead of looking at the God in the man who God put in the position. You know, that's what the problem is. That's what the problem is. See, that's why, that's why in order for you to receive the divine appointment of God this year, number 20, God's divine purpose, you're going to have to hear what his prophet got to say. Because if you don't, you're going to lose out. And others are going to be, and you're not. You're going to be in the same position. Now, you, you, okay. All right. You don't have to hear me, but you'll hear God. You'll hear him. Won't you, dog? When you, when you don't want to hear me, won't the same thing come back to you? And all you say, man of God, try to tell me. Yeah, that was God talking to you then in something that you could see because you don't believe in nothing that you can't see. So I put a man in front of you so that you can see, hoping you're here. Well, y'all don't want to talk to me. Y'all don't want to talk to me. See, 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 I'm in an apostolic faith right now, and I'm throwing stuff up out here. And, and, and see, it's a new season. I say a new pair of shoes. Now, now, now you better put yours on too. Because if you don't, the one I'm walking with in are going to leave the ones you walk. Oh, you, you see, you didn't hear that. See, 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 I'm going to sit down because I don't want you thinking that I'm trying to be above myself, but I'm just telling you like it is. If you don't put on your new pair of shoes, then you're going to be left behind because you're being warned. Somebody say right now. Right now. God ain't going to stop because we don't want to go. <laughs> you think God did house of death and he stop? You can go around the world and we still going to be doing what we do. And you still going to be getting your head tore off unless you learn. <laughs> Boy, that thing, it tight, buddy, right at it. I, I mean, I don't even know why it's coming like that, homeboy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't even know why it's coming like that, but it is. It is. And it's going to keep on coming like that. Go here to Psalm 91, verses 5. Psalm 91. I'm not saying we ain't going to have hard times and hardship. Yeah, you're going to have them. I'd be telling you a lie if I told you you weren't going to have some hard times. But how many of you don't know the hard times is what makes us bring this thing through? Hard time. <laughs> the Bible says in Psalm 91, verse 5, look at this. This church. Thou shalt not, in other words, you shall not be afraid of the terror by night. Your nighttime season, when you can't see straight. When you couldn't even find your way out of an empty paper sack. You need, you, not, you, you, anybody ever been there? I'm going to put up both my hands because I tested that. <laughs> I'm put up, it's me, oh Lord, standing in need of prayer. See, see, you have been so messed up that you just, if somebody put you in an empty paper bag and pointed you the way out, you still mess it up. Can I take my glasses off? That's what I call confused. But the Lord say, don't be dismayed by the terror. Don't be afraid of that by the terror that comes when you can't see. Because the light ain't, no, I mean, the darkness ain't nothing but light to me, God said. If you with me, 
and I'm ordering your steps. Thy word is a light unto my mm-hmm, and a lamp unto my feet. So if I'm ordering your steps, there's always going to be light. All you got to do is follow me. He said, don't be afraid by the terror. That word terror there means the dismayed and the shattered soul and the hardships that you go through. He said, don't be dismayed. Don't, don't be terrified about that. Anybody in here dismayed about some things? Frustrated by some things? Hurt by some things? Shattered by some things? And it's bringing fear on you and God say, don't, don't be afraid by the terror that comes by night. Because I got you. If you put these shoes on. Y'all put your shoes on. See, 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 they usually tell you the good stuff, but they don't tell you that other part. This is, this is only going to happen if you put your shoes on. The one that God gives you. Amen? Amen. Otherwise, the terror that comes by night, you best be afraid of it. Because you're walking in the wrong shoes. Somebody tell you to do it this way. Well, go ahead. I got one now. It doesn't go to church here. Been working with them a long time. But they refuse good counsel. And you know what happens when you refuse good counsel? Bad things happen to us. Bad things happen to you when you <laughs> when you won't listen. <laughs> but I was saying that don't be don't be don't be worried about that. <laughs> Nor for the arrow that fly by day. See, a lot of times things be going just as good and you you walking this thing. And then an arrow come and shoot you. Pop. Where'd that come from? It could be a refrigerator go out, car wreck, anything. It don't have to be something real big to throw you off your cue. It depends on what kind of situation you're in in your life. A flat tie can run you crazy if you're in a situation where you can't get the tie. Because your money ain't right to get the tie. You, you, y'all understand what I'm saying? It don't take nothing big. Jesus says it's them little foxes that ruin the vine. See, it's them little things in your life that'll mess up your life. It ain't the big thing. We always want to jump to the big thing. No, it's them little foxes, Jesus said, that destroys the vine. And if the vine is destroyed, then the whole thing collapses. I'm in the house. I'm in the house up in here. See, people, people, people don't throw money at your foot for this kind of teaching. They throw it at that other garbage. Look at this word here. Verse 6. He say, Nor for the pestilence that walks in dark. Look at that thing, this pestilence. The pestilence is the things that destroy. But look what it's doing. It's walking. That means it's a person. How many of y'all know dealing with the wrong folk will destroy you? Dealing with the wrong folk is a pestilence to your soul and to mine. But he said, don't, 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 be, don't be afraid of that, you know, because he done already told us, don't be unequally yoked with an unbeliever. And he said, oh, no, for the destruction that wasteth at noontime, times of blessings in heaven. See, when we're in our times of blessings, <coughs> excuse me, and happiness, Destruction can come. Usually when we're in our blessings and when we're in our happiness, we take our eye off the enemy 
and put our eye on all this good stuff that we're receiving and enemy come right on in and knock us out. But the Bible says, watch and pray. Not pray and watch. Open your eyes and pray. Because while you got your head, your eyes closed, somebody come up in here and bust your head. But you feel because religion has taught you that you got to close your eyes when you pray. So that's what you do. And if you don't close your eyes when you pray, you, you feel awkward. See, you've been what we call Pavlov's law. It's, it's a German or either a German or a Russian psychologist or psychiatrist that trained his dog. You know about him. Trained his dog to every time he hear the bell, it's time to eat. And, and, and after a while, you do that to him, you know, that you can ring that bell and he'll think it's time to eat and his own mouth will get the slobbering and everything, but don't be nothing there to eat. See, that's what you call classical conditioning. And that's what the church is. The church has been classically conditioned to believe a lie. Pavlov's dog, a.k.a. religious Christian. Oh, I'm so glad I'm free to tell the truth and shame the devil. I'm so glad that God is the one that promoted me and kept me. I'm so glad man didn't do it. Because see, if man did it, he'd be telling me, you, you know, you can't do that. You can't preach that up in here. The devil is a lie. You can get the hell up out of here. That's what you can do. Trying to tell me what to preach from this Bible. I'm going to preach this Bible. And I'm going to preach it with authority. Now some people can't handle it. They're wrong. But that ain't my problem. Because I'm running to God. With my new pair of shoes. Amen. I ain't going to run for I'm God. With my own old shoes on. Because I haven't seen what my shoes do. Mm-hmm. And you know what? These shoes that God gives you don't never wear. Take y'all way through the wilderness with the same pair of shoes. I'll be doggone. What kind of shoe is this made out of? Huh? Ain't never got to buy no more shoes no more after he put them on. No, you ain't got to buy no more. You ain't got to buy no more. None, none, none of that. I am Nike, says the Lord. I got your Nike. Put these on. I'll show you what a real shoe is. Walk in these. <laughs> Boy. Because God goes on to say in that next verse that although a thousand may fall at my side and ten thousand at my right hand, none shall come nigh to me. I don't have to be afraid of nothing. God said, while others, you see others falling, that's because they ain't got the right shoes on. They're in the church, but they haven't made themselves the church. See, you can come here a lifetime, told you this before. You can come here a whole lifetime, still go straight to hell. (laughs) That's bad. You might well have some fun and go to hell. It's just (laughs) coming up in here and lose out anyway. So if you're going to come up in here, you need to come up in here to change some things. Huh? Because remember, we got to meet our maker. And I'm on the west end of life more so than I am on the east now. So things getting late, you know. But the later it gets, the more happier I get. Because I'm ready for my next assignment anyway. I'm tired of this one. I'm ready for something else. See what else you got going on. But I want to be in a good way. Hmm. 
Now, look at verses 10, same Psalm 91. He said, for he shall what? Keep thee in, or there shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. Remember when he said that although a thousand may fall at my side and 10,000 at my right hand, won't none come nigh to me because... Verse 10 said, no evil shall befall me, neither shall any plague come nigh my dwelling. Why? Here's the key. Because he has set his angels to have a charge over me. Oh, boy. So that they will bear me up, least I myself dash my Foot my walk upon a stone. Watch what God is saying here. First of all, when you put on these shoes, God say, the ones that I give you, he say, they automatically come with a set of angels to bear you up. You better hear what I'm saying here. And they are designed to bear you up. Least you dash your foot, your walk upon a thought of your own. That stone, that word stone there represents a thought. So your mind can make you walk wrong. Your mind can make you dash your foot upon a stone. Matter of fact, because the way you're walking, the way I'm walking out apart from that. Somebody say, new pair of shoes. Ain't got nothing to do with these. Got everything to do with the ones God gives you. You see. See, a lot of times, I was telling Brendan this morning, I commend Minister James Hill. Annie, this ain't no slight, but I'm going to commend him. I'm going to commend your husband for being a man. If James hadn't have been a man, he wouldn't have been here now and you wouldn't either. Because the enemy still uses Eve to pull men out of the church. How many weaklings supposed to be men, and I hope some of y'all listening, have allowed Eve to pull you out of church and out of your position that God and God alone gave to you. You didn't even have a position until God planted you in the right place. And when he planted you in the right place and you were prospering, you allowed Eve to pillow talk you and send you in the damnation. You were doing all right. You were doing better than you thought you were. Now you going on a Abraham journey and God ain't told you to go on it. Now when hell hits you, oh God, I'm going to leave that for today. I ain't got to say no more. God done already spoke. You know a wise man is here and will increase his knowledge. But a fool won't hear nothing. Now you can claim, we claim to be wise. I'm going to tell you something, men. All of us. Ain't no woman got no business running no man. Because that's our law. Man's supposed to be the one getting direction from God. And relaying it on down to what's under him. But the Bible says your women going to rule over you. And your children going to oppress you. Are we living in that time right now? You know 
What got Adam messed up? He tried to satisfy Eve. You know what Samson got, got Samson messed up? He tried to satisfy. <laughs> oh, come on. Let me just come on down through here. Let me, let, me, let, me, let me just tell you the truth about this thing. Let's get this thing in order. Huh? Huh? See, 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 you got to do like this old boy. Sometimes you got to tell that woman, shut up. I get my order from God. And God ain't spoke to me about this. So if he ain't spoke to me about doing it, then why are we discussing it any further? Ain't nothing else to talk about. What God going to do with a weak man? When he made man in his image and his lightning, what are he going to do with a weak man? Is God weak? A new pair of shoes. You'll thrive where God plants you. But you won't where you plant yourself. You better hear what I'm saying. I say you'll thrive where God plants you. But you won't thrive where you plant yourself. Things will start happening to you. Excuse my language. We've had a coon left here. And he can't even get it up. <laughs> he got some stuff and he can't even figure out why. He can't even get this thing straightened out. I ain't going to call no name. I ain't going to call no name. I'm just telling you, your mouth gets you in trouble talking about the wrong thing Amen. and about the wrong person. Your mouth will destroy you. Life and death is in the power of the what? Tongue, that little thing right there. The Bible says it set a world on fire. That look with that mouth. Uh huh. Huh. A new pair of shoes. You see, if we had strong men, then the women wouldn't have to absurd authority. They would know their places. But we got what kind of Annie? What you call it? <laughs> Weak. An egg McMuffin is what we got. And putting on pants. Then don't even know how to pull the pants up. When I preach, I preach raw. Have to. Because I preach the truth. I tell my baby this morning, babe, you go down in the scripture and you show me where Jesus was weak or where he was slack on going against religious folk. Mm -mm. He was hard on them. But on the sinners, he was compassionate and gentle. And that's the way I am. Yeah. I don't like it when things are out of order. When things are out of order, ain't nothing. Look. Look here. Rebellion is the sin of witchcraft. That's what the word of God says in the book of Samuel. Now, what people would do it's like I say, they'll do what? They'll start at your foot, like my man Jake said, and the next thing you know, they'll be at your throat. In other words, they, 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 they'll start out humble, and then you try to help them and give them a little position. That's why you got to watch who you get power to. I'm talking to you, man. You got to watch who you get power to. I'm talking to you, man. So you mess around and be wearing an apron. Any? Have you had any? Johnny, you ain't been wearing no apron. <laughs> I'm telling you that we have to be very careful about who we give power to. You 
better know. <laughs> George Bush found out the son when he chose Dick Cheney. Dick Cheney was running the country. You better know who you got around you. Get, get, you're messing around and the thing that you built, you'll be outdoors. You got to be careful with that. Proverbs 35, verse 5 through 7, and we're going to shut it on down. Proverbs. A new pair of shoes, y'all. A new pair of shoes. This year, right now, we're in it. Have you got them on? If you have them, we need to put them on. I'm going to say it again. A new pair of shoes. Put the phone down. Need you to hear. That's what the problem is. We're in a new year. New pair of shoes. The things we used to do, we can't do them no more. Amen? 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 Now listen. When we don't listen and things don't go right, there's nobody else to blame but ourselves. You've been given the instructions to put your new shoes on. Just like I was given the instructions to put mine on. You can do what you want to do, but I'll say this and I'm going to leave it Proverbs 3, 5 through 6 says, trust in the Lord. Put it up there, son. With all thine heart and lean not to thine own understanding. Y'all see it there? Proverbs 3, verse 5. Have we got it in the back? In not some of your ways, verse 6 says, let's not be down. But in all thy ways, acknowledge who? Him. And he will do what? The steps of a good man are ordered by who? The Lord. If we acknowledge him in all of our ways, in other words, even the simplest, even the slightest, even the most trivial of things, we need to seek the Lord about. But we better speak him to him before we make a Abrahamic pilgrim, a pilgrimage. Because sometimes, because of our own desire or the desire of somebody else, we make terrible mistakes. And it's too late in the day for us to be making terrible mistakes. He said, in not some of your ways, but in all of your ways, acknowledge him, and he'll direct your path. And then he says this, don't you be wise in your own eyes. Uh-oh. You better fear the Lord and depart from evil. Evil is being wise in your own eyes. See, 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 that's what got Eve and Adam. See, see, he showed her that this thing, it was good for the eyes. It was, it was pleasant to the eyes, the Bible says. Yeah, it looked good. Grand looked good. Grass always look green over a cesspool. <laughs> Don't it? Yeah, fertilizer. He give you worms. Ask the North Koreans. Ask North Koreans what it'll do to you. Full of worms. It's fertilizer. You're right. 
But what kind of fertilizer? See, the devil got fertilizer too. What does it do for you? What does it do for you? That's the question. What have them shoes we've been wearing done for us? Besides cause us chaos and grief. Huh? Come on now. If we were so much, if we was all that, then why would we need God? When we've already proven that we're not capable without God. It's been proven. God was with us even when we were at our worst in sin. It was God. And say, I'm going to bring him through. And then slowly and slowly, by slow, I'm going to bring him through the process, and I'm going to bring him into eternal salvation. Three things. Three things. That's important. That covers everything that the Bible has to talk about. Eternal salvation, financial freedom, and good health. Those three things will bring you everything you want in life. You don't have to do all, you don't have to have all these great revelations and all this. No, just remember them three things. Eternal salvation, financial freedom, and good health. Those three things will get me everything that I need, everything that I want, because I've got my eternal salvation up front. And he's already given us all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. It's already given to us, but we have to walk it out. He's already given us the power to attain the wealth that we desire, whether it be financially or whether it be soulfully or spiritually or health-wise. It doesn't matter. Our God is awesome God, and he is worthy to be praised. Amen. Let's give God some praise, church. I'll let you do this because that one does me all this stuff. Are you?